Sisterhood Through Grief podcast is comprised of a group of women who have lost their spouses and bonded during their time in a grief support group. We are not licensed therapists, rather, we have endured and survived the journey of grief. During our podcast, we will share our stories of how we suffered, what we encountered and conquered during our journeys, and impart raw truths about grieving. As we learned in our group support, we will speak from the I space and always offer non-judgmental support and understanding to each other. We hope to offer our listeners compassionate support by providing empathy and validating one's grief. Knowing you are not alone and having someone who can say, I know how you feel, will be our gift to our listeners to promote healing, offer hope, and ease pain. We always open our podcast by lighting a three-wick candle and reciting a short verse. So let me begin. This first wick is for the past and where we have been. This second wick is for the present and where we are now. This third wick is for the future and where we hope to be. This episode of Sisterhood Through Grief is packing up their things, and it's hosted by Amy, Melanie, and Patty. So I started thinking about, I've been helping this military widow who has four kids, and it's only been three years, and she's trying to move down here. And last week she asked me, I'm moving, what should I do with my husband's stuff? Should I throw it away, save it? And her kids are still like elementary school. And I said, oh, well, it's been 20 years. <laughs> I still have boxes of my husband's stuff that I save for the kids. Some I made like little quilts with or, you know, not huge quilts, but I took some of his clothes and cut it up and had someone make a couple squares of a quilt. And now they it hangs in their room, which is still in my house. They, when they all moved out, they didn't even take that with them. But there's still clothes that I think like through the years, they, I would say have a box in their room and they'd go through stuff and pull out stuff that was daddy's. And it's hard to throw things away. I probably have a few too many things, but it also felt good years ago when I moved, you know, a year after he was killed, it felt good to like give those clothes to someone who really needed them too. And so there's different options that you can do, but it's something that's tangible that we hold on to because it still helps us feel close to them. I think it's a personal journey based on your current life circumstances. I think, you know, everybody's different in how they handle it. Some people want to get rid of things right away, thinking that it will wash away, you know, get rid of them, get purge them out of their lives somehow. So, and I feel like, you know, sometimes there's societal pressure once you hit a certain point, like you need to get rid of their stuff. And I think we've all kind of experienced different levels of that. And everybody in our group has had different experiences and have gotten things rid of things in their own time and have kept things in different ways. I know my husband was in the military, so I kept boxes of his things when I finally, I was in the middle of moving when he passed away. So that was, you know, I had to go through all of his stuff and I was downsizing. So there were so many things I did need to get rid of just to make room. And there are things I wish I had kept in hindsight, but there's a lot of things that I did keep that were 
I think kind of representative. I was very selective in what I kept for the kids so that when they went through them, when they were older, they would have a really good sense of who their dad was. And I kept bins and put bins in each of their closets so that they could go through in their own time when they were ready for it. Yeah, I kind of did the same thing as Melanie. I um, Certain things I got rid of were just like things that I knew somebody else, like I donated certain things, parts of his clothing and stuff, but other items I did keep. And I actually have a wardrobe box in my garage with a lot of his clothes because I just felt like when my son grew up, maybe he wanted to, you know, have something that was his dad's, like maybe his, like he, my husband had rode Harleys. So he had leather jackets, you know, Harley jackets. And I thought, well, maybe that would be kind of fun for him to have when he got older. And his t-shirts, he had a huge t-shirt collection for every place that he went on his bike. He would always go to a Harley store and he would always buy a t-shirt. So we have a big t-shirt collection. In fact, they still wear some of his t-shirts like they did when they were little to sleep in. And my daughter still to this day wears this one t-shirt that was his. I don't know how it's still on, not tattered and doesn't have any holes in it, but it doesn't. It still looks really good. And I think it's just comforting. It is at least for me just to, because it's his story. A lot of his items are his story. And, you know, there's certain things that will bring up memories that I can remember. I'll remember to tell them just maybe a story of, you know, where we were when we got this item or, you know, where he was when he was wearing this or, you know, it just helps me to remind them of who he really was because they were so young when he died. They really don't remember him, which, you know, is hard. So it's part of him that they can hold on to. My son just was commissioned in the military as an officer, like his dad was. And he actually went through all of the bins and he found one of the uniforms. The uniform hadn't changed and he was able to get commissioned in the same uniform that his dad did, which was a really, um, you know, so I'm so glad that I kept those things. And a lot of the things after a while, I think you stick them away and then you just kind of forget about them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's not like you're holding on to them and like, you know, crying over them constantly. Mm -hmm. They just get stuck in a closet. And then, you know, as the years go by and and it's just another box that you, you know, have to go through if you want it, but you don't have to get rid of everything right away. I think it's okay to hold on to things in a way that you're comfortable with. I mean, I know we have one of the members of our group has moved across country moved to Colorado from Florida, moved back to Florida, then moved back to Colorado. And she still has a dresser drawer full of her husband's clothes. And it's traveled with her every time. She's just not ready to say goodbye to it. And it's been over 20 years. Yeah, I know when like even getting rid of my husband had like two cars and that was really hard. You know, at at one point I was like, the kids were too young to save that car for when they could drive the car. Just, I mean, I just being like a single mom trying to upkeep old car and stuff. I know that was probably one of the hardest things I had to do. And my brother bought one for a little while, which made me feel better. And another one I ended up giving away to one of my husband's friends who really could have used a car. And so I felt better, but that was still really, really hard. Cause that was like, part of their personality too. And, you know, seeing the car was like, oh, they're home, they're here. But it helped me heal a little bit more too, as I got rid of the, you know, the big items like that. Yeah, I did the same thing with my husband's car. 
because it was a two-seater. It was a little Porsche. And there was like, you know, I had two five-year-olds. There was no way (laughs) that I was going to be able, and I would not be able to keep it till they were 16 to be able to drive it. And I would have been so old and everything. It was hard to do. It was hard to sell his car because he just loved that car. But that I think that was one of the hardest things for me to part with. That and one of our boats was really, really hard for me to part with too, because it was, you know, it was our weekends. So it was our lifestyle and everything. So mm-hmm. it was just difficult. Some of his clothes, I did give some of his, you know, he liked a certain type of Tommy Bahama shirt too, that he would always buy them. And he had a bunch of really nice suits and everything I gave to his brother that I know mm-hmm. it meant a lot to him for him to have those things too. So but a lot of stuff I still have for the kids because I figure they can go through it afterwards. And, you know, and we, and we talk about a lot of it, a lot of his stuff when he was on the seals, I have a lot of, you know, I have his jacket when he was in the Navy and I have some other things that are probably antiques now <laughs> equipment that he had when he was on the seals, you know, but it's just cool, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, I think it'll be cool for them to look at and they can decide what they're, I mean, it's in the garage. So it's mm-hmm. interesting that when you say that about giving it to brother, my mother-in-law gave some clothes to my brother-in-law and he came up wearing a shirt one day shortly after my husband passed. And I was not comfortable with that. It freaked me out. Like he walked up and I was like, whoa, I was not okay with it. So, yeah. you know, I think you have to be careful how you're going to react to certain things. But yeah, but I that think, was me giving it. No, no. Mom, yeah. Right. Mom right. It. But, you know, it's definitely a time capsule too, because, mm-hmm. you know, they're right. frozen in time at the age that mm-hmm. they pass. So, you know, those things and all of a sudden you're looking at it and yes, you are realizing they are antiques (laughs) and you can see how much time passed. You know, I have, you know, a camera that the last pictures that we took and it's a digital camera and, and, you know, I won't get rid of that digital camera, but it is, you know, a 20 year old digital camera. I mean, to Mm -hmm. see what that looks like now, you know, it really kind of hits home how long it's been. But it's also a time capsule that is so important for, especially if you have kids, to be able to share it with them so they can get it. You know, it's just, it gives them a sense of who their dads were, who Mm -hmm. their, you know, who their parent was when they were too young to even really have a sense of that. Yeah, we pulled out some, my husband and I used to like to snow ski and we pulled out some of my husband's like one piece, like day glow. (laughs) So my boys are like, oh, there's no way we would ever wear that. So you're right. It is, goes back in time, but it, it brought some laughs and, you know, I'm glad that, you know, like you said, Melanie, that you kept certain stuff that you did keep. And I mean, one day it'll probably be thrown out by the kids or something. I don't know, but for now it is a piece of them and brings back good memories too. Well, I think that's all we have for today. If you have a topic you would like us to talk about, we'd love for you to reach out to us on any of our social media platforms. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Sisterhood Through Grief. Feel free to DM us. And until next time. 